a reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger who announces peace, who brings good news, who announces salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. Listen, your sentinels lift up their voices. Together they sing for joy, for in plain sight they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break Break forth together into singing, you ruins of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people, he has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks Thanks be to God. Please stand as we say together Psalm 98, page 3 of your service book. Together. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. With his right hand and his holy arm, he has won for himself the victory. The Lord has made known his victory. His righteousness has he openly shown in the sight of the nations. He remembers his mercy and his faithfulness to the house of Israel, and all the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Shout with joy to the Lord, all you lands. Lift up your voice, rejoice in sin. Sing to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the voice of songs, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Shout with joy before the King and the Lord. That the sea may be noise and all that is in it, the land is those who dwell therein. Let the rivers clap their hands, and let the hills ring out with joy before the Lord, when he comes to judge the earth. In righteousness shall he judge the world, and in peace and Please be A reading from Paul's letter to the Hebrews. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the worlds. He is the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being and sustains all things by his powerful word. When he had made purification for sins, He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you. Or again, I will be his father and he will be my son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, he makes his angels winds and his servants flames of fire. But of the Son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. And the righteous scepter is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And in the beginning, Lord, you found in the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like clothing. Like a cloak, you will roll them up and like clothing, 
they will be changed. But you, but your years, but you are the same, and your years will never end. Hear what is the Spirit is saying to the churches. Thanks be to God. Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into the being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to to the light. The true light, which lightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to, to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, He gave power to become children of God who were born not of the blood of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Word of God who came to us, come quickly and come again. Amen. Please be seated. Each of the four Gospels traces Jesus back to a particular beginning. Matthew traces the genealogy of Jesus back to Abraham. Mark starts with Isaiah, who prophesies the coming of the one who will prepare the way for Jesus. Luke begins with the word of the angel announcing the birth of John the Baptist to Zechariah and the announcement to Mary of Jesus' birth. If she will but yes, will but say yes. The Gospel of John's traces uh, the word Jesus back to the very beginning, before time, before the creation of the world. The word which became flesh and dwelt among us, Jesus, was not created, but stood with God before creation and was the agent of all that was and is and will be. John says it this way, He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. The word that said, let there be light, let there be humankind in our own image and after our likeness, was conceived in the womb of a woman and born one of us. John says it this way, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. 
This is the cornerstone statement of the Gospel of John. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. This is why the Gospel of John was written. The Word becoming flesh is the zenith of God's revelation of God's self. God who spoke earlier through the prophets now speaks through his Son, the Word made flesh. This Jesus who forgave sins, this Jesus who healed the sick, who made the blind to see and the lame to walk, who made the deaf to hear, who preached good news of the nearness of God, who was raised from the dead as he raised others from the dead. This same Jesus reveals God, makes God known in ways that you and I and all others can see and understand. When Moses asked to see God's glory, God said, You cannot see my face, for no one shall see me and live. Now and in Jesus, all is changed. All is changed. And because of Jesus, we now can see the face of God and live. Jesus, who is and has been so close to the Father's heart from before time and in the very beginnings of all things, helps us to see God clearly. John's Gospel says it in this way. No one has ever seen God. It is the only Son who is close to the Father's heart who has made him known. William Barclay, in his commentary on John's Gospel, writes this, and I quote, This is a shatteringly new thing, that God could and would become a human person, that God could and would enter the life that we live, that eternity could and would appear in time, that somehow the Creator could and would appear in creation in such a way that humankind's eyes could actually see Him. Jesus did not come to tell people about God. He came to show us God. Where are those who, con who would condemn you? Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Little girl, I say to you, rise up. Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do this as often as you will to remember me, to bring me to you. Go in peace. Your faith is saving you. Take up your pallet and walk. Your sins are forgiven. Jesus came to show us God. In these few words and many others, let us see and know what God is like. God is with us in Jesus 
whose birth we celebrate this morning. He came, he comes, he will come again. In him God is not distant, nor even near. In him God is here. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people with whom God is well pleased. Amen.